This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. You can experience art with more than just your eyes. You know that. I've done a couple stories over the years about tactile arts while I've been with AMI. A few months ago, we spoke with Clover Thursday about how taste is a fundamental part of culinary arts. Well, what about art for your ears? And no, I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about sonic art, sound installations, and ASMR. So let's talk about more about the artistic merit of sound with Clover Thursday. Hey, good morning, Clover. Great to chat with you once again. Good morning, Dave. So, Clover, what do you dig about sonic art? You know, it's funny because it's very, it's not even recent because I've definitely noticed just such such a power and value in sonic art but especially recently i've just noticed just like how you know it's a new medium and it's just another tool for you know artists to experiment with and to get more and more points across and even just recently just more like a sort of a more professional sense of just doing some jury work for like you know local hamilton the local Ham- city of hamilton things it's it's something that's new it's something that's fresh and funny enough like it really lends itself really well to like public art and like reaching kind of a lot of people um and funny enough like when we did some jury work we 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 absolutely gravitated to a sonic artist um who did you know most of their installation was sonic art it had visual elements as well but the the concept really like laid in the sounds like each kind of um visual piece made and things I know. I think it's just a very exciting medium. I I find it interesting you used the word, you were drawn to it. You were drawn to the sound. Do you think people Mm -hmm. underestimate how important sound is in how we experience content? Absolutely. I think think we don't notice it until it's not there. And then we're just like, wait a minute. Like the amount of just things that are enhanced with um, music or sound effects or folly work even... Um, and folly work is kind of the idea of like um, sound effects um, and like things that aren't music, but like enhancing footsteps or things like that. And like it, it adds to everything. And um, even I think a couple months ago, this is this is a throwback to another <laughs> to now with Dave Brown, when I was talking about um, the Van Gogh um, exhibit, which was more of a multimedia situation. They had this beautiful soundtrack that was going through everything. Um, throughout the whole exhibit and it really added to it and I don't think it would be the same without that the extra things and the extra sound effects they did when you know um, they were talking about the letter writings and things like that um, Van Gogh had with his like uh, confidants so it's just like I think it's something that you know we overlook until it's not there. Mm. Yeah to me it's it's texture right it's it's the things that we can experience sort of uh, passively, and it really just engages us, and it's a shared experience. As we go to places like YouTube, some of the most popular videos are ASMR videos, essentially capturing raw sound or real sounds and really focusing 
on that sound, isolating those sounds. So if you were to pop over onto a place like YouTube and start listening to some AMR, do you have a high-end set of headphones or a sweet speaker for stuff like that? <laughs> I feel like I should, but <laughs> I, I think um, I have like a, a mid to high pair of headphones, like mainly because like I know even like just generally when I listen to music, I like listening, be able to hear like all of the music. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just like miss miss entire parts of a song when you don't have really great headphones. Um, so I, I have a pair of headphones that like at least ca- capture a decent sound range. Um, um, I've also been slowly getting into because I like, especially like those kind of more atmospheric things. I like listening to them while laying down. So I started getting into, I, I think they're so funny. They're like, like, like a sleeping mask or a headband, but they have like headphones in them. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm a chronic side sleeper, so it's like I have these wonderful headphones, but like trying to like lay down with them. <laughs> so I, I started really looking into those. I'm like, the sound quality, depending on how high you're willing to go, isn't perfect, but because they sit in your ear a little better, it's it's kind of nice. <laughs> the uh, one of the running jokes on the show is that I only buy cheap electronics, so I only buy like <laughs> low end headphones and whatnot. But I they get the job done. But it is remarkable that when you do have a piece of equipment or technology that is built specially for sound or specializes in sound, the difference that you can hear is remarkable. I know last year I finally uh, after my old TV finally bit the bit the bullet after like eight years. I bought a new one, and the TV. <laughs> Itself. I mean, I didn't buy like the super duper 4K HD, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm blind. I don't need it. <laughs> but the thing <laughs> is, is the company that made the TV is Pioneer, which was known for years and years for making sound equipment. And it was so wild the first time I fired up a particular video game that I'd been playing for like a decade. And all of a sudden you could hear all this ambient sound coming in because the speaker system in the TV was built to capture spatial and ambient sound and it just changes your whole experience the immersion just changes completely that's so cool yeah it's it's absolutely i felt that way because i used to be like that i'll just like out of the like you know earbuds in the dollar store and, and then like actually getting some half decent headphones suddenly like wow i can like hear things in like my favorite songs that i've never heard before yeah. oh you know, there's like, an instrument like that, that i haven't heard yeah. before <laughs> listen to that yeah <laughs> Let's come back to natural sound and and ambient sound. And and I I love asking this question anytime we discuss sound because I have a whole bunch of favorite sounds. A couple nominations that I'd put forward would be like running water, whether that's like a babbling brook or the sound of water lapping upon the shore. So sort of that wave sound, Uh, the sound of a knife dragging across freshly toasted bread. Oh my gosh, I love that sound. For sports world, the crack of a baseball bat. It like, doesn't matter if you're sitting in the back row of the Rogers Center. When that bat hits that ball, you hear it, and it just it pierces the air. What about you, Clover? What are some of those favorite sounds? If you're going to go to YouTube or go to uh, like a sound effects library, what are you searching out? You know, it's funny. Um, I feel like a lot of people water in the thing, because I, I love the um, – like almost stereotypical i love the idea of like ocean waves like i think that's just so calming and like wonderful so i really like the idea of ocean waves i love not the crackling of fire but like you know like when you light a candle and it's like you hear that like little like hissing yes yes like it's just a very delicate sound but i love it it's like a very it's very calming to me um and just because i guess i'm just 
a wild ex- extrovert. I, I love almost like when I'm somewhere and I just kind of hear the like ambient, like sound of just people. Like it's also, it's kind of cool. And you're kind of like further away and you can just sort of hear like life happening around you. Like I love like going to like a busy park and just like kind of sitting down, like in the shade, maybe usually in the, in the warmer months in the shade or something and just kind of hearing life happen just kind of at a distance. Mm. Um, and I love like hearing like almost like when you have like a hardwood floor or something, oh. um, actually funny in my apartment, we have like these old hardwood floors and I love it just like when you like drop something and it like rolls across it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All that... the like bumps and things. <laughs> there's, there's like a firmness, but there's texture to the bump. So you hear the little thing. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. The sound of like a shoe, uh, like a shoe hitting a hardwood floor as well. Like not a soft, not a soft, uh, uh, not a soft shoe, but a hard shoe hitting hitting a hardwood floor too. Oh my gosh, so so great. Uh, what about the sound of a boot uh, stepping into fresh snow? Whoa. Oh, that's nice. You no, know, that's like a nice part of winter. Like I'm not a fan of winter, but those are like that, those moments that are like ah yes. Just yeah, I can, <laughs> I can tolerate a little bit of this one. It, you, Clover, you mentioned the water thing. One of the uh, allegedly easiest side hustles in the world for people who have any conception of graphic, of like a video editing, is to just get the sound of waves on repeat and just get a nice little picture of water, post that on YouTube, and you could get millions of views and pick up a side hustle purely on just people w- watching your water video on YouTube. <laughs> Dave, I think it's time. Yeah, business business <laughs> advice over here with Dave Brown making some quiche on a Wednesday on a Wednesday yeah. morning. Uh, Clover, let's wrap up here because I think I mentioned it in the intro, right? People would say, "Oh, art for your ear—that's music, right?" Where do you maybe start drawing the line or considering other forms of sonic art? Like, for example, would you consider a radio play to be sonic art? Absolutely, um, honestly, and that's almost some of my like favorite almost forms of sonic art. Um, I think it's like super accessible. Like a lot of the times you can find like these radio shows or podcasts or things like that, like YouTube or all those are, I don't know. I, I, I'm not an Apple, huge Apple music person, but I think that's a thing. And just all these different applications where you can find these things. And I think there's so much really good stuff that's like done with so much intention and like art direction and thought that like they really are art pieces of their own. And there's a lot, a lot of ones that I really enjoy so I like I absolutely consider like radio plays and radio shows and like podcasts and things like that with um with the with certain like artistic visions or like strong artistic visions absolutely works of art of works of sonic art. Yeah, absolutely. Hey Clover, this was a neat one. Thank you for proposing it, and uh, we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's community <laughs> artist Clover Thursday coming up. After the break, oh no, wait, hold on one second. Before we get to the coming up after the break, I do want to remind you that we have a special programming note coming your way Friday on Remembrance Day. Join AMI join AMI for live described coverage of the CBC's Remembrance Day ceremony from the National War Memorial in Ottawa. Hosted by Rosemary Barton, the CBC News special Remembrance Day airs Friday, November the 11th at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on AMI-tv. So that'll be a described broadcast of the CBC broadcast and the ceremony going on in Ottawa. And of course, as you just heard, 10 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv is when that broadcast starts. So that is actually going to preempt this show. So we'll be here till about 9.57 or so on 
Friday in the morning, and then we'll hand things over to CBC. We will still have a second hour of the show that will pop up during the course of our repeat broadcasts later in the day, as well as for the podcast later on. But we thought it was really important to step aside and make sure we showed you the full broadcast from the National War Memorial in Ottawa. So please, November the 11th, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv, please join us for that special described broadcast of CBC News's Remembrance Day 2022. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.